स्थापकाय चर्मसर्वधर्मस्वरूपिने अवतारवरिष्ठा रामकृष्णा ते नम अवर सैल्यूटेशन टू श्री रामकृष्ण हु इज दस्टैब्लिशर ऑफ ऑल द रिलीजन्स इन ट्रू पर्स्पेक्टिव आई वॉज जस्ट बैक सो आई मिस्ड वन ऑफ द इंटरेस्टिंग पार्ट रीडिंग ड्रामेटिक रीडिंग ऑफ द गॉस्पल एंड ऑल्सो जस्ट बैक फ्रॉम इंडिया सो इंडियाज एक्सपीरियंस प्रोबेबली यू आर वेरी कीन टू नो वॉट वॉज गोइंग ऑन येस वी यूर वेरी मच फॉर्चुनेट टू बी देयर वी वेंट फॉर द कंक्लूडिंग सेरिमनी ऑफ द हंड्रेड फिफ्टी एथ बर्थ एनिवर्सरी ऑफ स्वामी विवेकानंद इट वॉज a grand finale uh, so many things went on but it was very uh, educative highly inspirational uh, to see how many devotees from different parts of the world came and from india and also youth about 12 to 13 13000 youth were present in that meeting two days last two days and it was for the youth to participate and from the perspective of them how they feel some vivekananda in their life how they can transform their characters so different speakers were speaking and and also the minister uh, chief minister of west bengal is a very powerful lady uh, she came and she spoke before the youth uh, to uh, how to uh, do good to the country like that it is very inspirational in the ideal of swami vivekananda and before that just before that there were two days dedicated to the delegates to the of the uh, international seminar and that was dedicated to the west the swamis who went from this country back to speak there our tagananda swami of boston was there and then um another was swami tattvamayananda of san francisco was there then to and then there swami atmagyanananda from washington dc and another four four swamis from and myself one so they are given different topics and how west and east Uh, swami ji breezed together and everyone presented their own subjects and uh, that's very interesting and illuminating also and the gathering was about uh, say 10 to 12000 uh, not the delegates were not from all from the west it was very limited number though but 
there is representative from uh, different countries. So our um, you this from this center we are about eight people present. Uh, DC here, Hollywood and others. But their main subject was that how Swami Vivekananda impacted uh, the West and also uh, how India got the benefit of that, how his idea of bridging together and bringing the best of the East and West, that was the subject highlighted more. And um, it was very a very interesting for many, many people were very uh, highly uh, happy with the expressions uh, they received from their uh, talks and also the responses. And two days were there and then, uh, and before that, another two days were the dead devotees, delegates, delegates from all over the world from different countries, not as representative, but uh, particularly in India, they also participated. So actually, it is a type of thing which to awaken some consciousness about Swami Vivekananda. Uh, that was the main purpose of this uh, big event at the end, so that uh, in India, people can understand. And that uh, what Swami Vivekananda did and how it impacted the every phase of every phase of the life of Indian life uh, in politics, in, in national uh, regeneration, in the field of education, in the field of women empowerment, in the field of uh, self, uh, self, self sufficiency in individual life, uh, how to promote education in the, every, in the tribal areas and in different fields of uh, education, not only the uh, academic education, but uh, technical education and other things, how Swamiji's idea is becoming envisioned and, it, and that vision becoming a reality. Uh, that was the uh, main purpose of this. And uh, media covered it continuously. Uh, I think you can get all these things on online. Uh, Belun Mott has kept it online. So if you go to online, you can listen to most of the lectures. But anyhow, there is also another um, interesting thing that they wanted. Uh, some of our um, parliament, of what you call world religions here, they wanted to make a brief presentation of that uh, through the PBS here in this country. So they requested our General Secretary Maharaj and myself, uh, Shiva Maharaj, Atmo Tattanando, he was very much interested in it. And uh, probably uh, the whole material has been sent to me, a high-resolution copy of the video and DVD, uh, all the talks and things. But how much the, uh, um, it can be given to the PBS public broadcasting system in this country, or one of the devotee, that means her name is what, Sharon Bride probably. She will be promoting this to circulate it through the broadcasting system. So that will be good for this country to know, make it more little popular.
so this was the part of that um, six days uh, conference you can call it is a really very inspirational to see so many people assembled in one place stayed there in different hotels or in different schools and colleges which were vacated for their stay and our in, uh, institute of culture also played a big role to take our foreign delegates uh, international delegates from uh, calcutta to belurmot and it's a very um, ex- great experience for them also to know india in a different way that was the part for which we went and it was really a, a great personal experience for the lifetime experience and then you know to go to india actually uh, swami vivekananda said that after being so many years in the west swami ji you came to this country now and see so much of poverty so much of uh, what you call worldly deprived from so many things and you see why how do you think about the this india so swami vivekananda said that i loved india but after seeing the whole world i come back and every dust of this country is holy to me that was his impression uh, and uh, i cannot say that i i, I felt that much <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, it is very interesting to see how on the surface the uh, the country has come up uh, so much um, from the level it was but at the same time you know about the corruption and other things in different parts but at the same time it is very interesting to see how some potential spirituality is also becoming vibrant and it is working and awareness amongst the people for doing something good is also coming and it's really a remarkable change though it is very difficult and it takes time uh, but uh, the the if you go to the calcutta international airport it's a fantastic airport they have done a new <laughs> airport is very mane uh, uh, you can compete with any other international airports but i do not know how much how long they will be able to keep it <laughs> because it is again comes back to the people who will be maintaining them but anyhow uh, the ra- roads uh, have improved so much uh, it is like going to any place national highway they have prepared that it would be like be um, as smooth as like that of our streets our our highways uh freeways like that they're trying to bring up that and swami vivekananda wanted that that material prosperity should be there in india could have done much more there is so much potentiality and things but at the same time there is a lack of the in a, in a political level in other areas there is so much of stealing the money and floundering the money like that. that is a very sad part uh, no one can do anything there <laughs> unless there comes a great change but what i liked i went uh, to uh, different centers i went to see one of the center which is near our jayarambati jayarambati you know mother's holy mother's place i went to visit that place near purulia 
and those uh, they are they have started an organization it is called sami lokeshwarananda uh, eye clinic you will be surprised it is in the remotest village of purulia uh, now road system has come up but those people who live they are tribes or you can say uh, underprivileged people so they have even do not know how to use toilets and other things but these uh, interested dedicated souls are trying to give them the most modern uh, facility to help their eyes uh, to uh, eye operations with the most modern gadgets what or instruments what we use it in this country and uh, top doctors and there are some volunteers so it is see parallelly and they are helping these rural people you know that area was drought always there is lack of water supply but they are helping them to uh, cultivate certain uh, crops which will sustain them they cannot afford to have their own small lands that they have made a um corporate structure like that where say 10 of the villagers poor villagers they uh, give their land and this institution is supplying initial money to till that ground with that high technology what type of uh, seeds are necessary what type of insecticides will be uh, sprayed and all this and they're giving training and these people who are actually tribals uh they are uh, coming up with uh, their good livelihood and other things uh, um in in the areas where people never think government didn't do anything but these private sectors are trying to do and this is also dedication that dedication that behind you find that is sami vivekananda lokeshwaranand sami was the inspiration behind them and this samiji's ideal how to serve uh, the ordinary human being in their dignity with their love and respect so this type of parallel organizations are working i went to one place uh, where uh, that institution is doing uh, activity for the good of the people they are called cobblers village there are cobblers village uh, they call muchipara dome para dome means uh, what will be dome dome will be those who cremation eh? funeral workers funeral workers so they live with that so those that means in the by the by the calling that area like it is the village of the um, what you call cobblers it is the village of the that means they are they are the uh, most ignored people of the society and they are untouchable but that untouchability is gone but they are still the in the psychologically people feel that they are of lower category but when we went there uh, they wanted to rename the village in one village is called ramakrishna village another village is called holy mother village sami vivekananda village brahmananda village like that and then total transformation in their psychological understanding that they say you belong to a very high category of spiritual uh, 
background or you, you are not to be undermined or uh, looked down upon anymore. So, and they are helping them with, edu with their education, with their, uh, they are mostly getting their higher education, uh, even starting their education from the very uh, grade level, uh, maybe a primary level to the school level, to college level level. And that, that organization is working. I went to another uh, part of uh, in, uh, in Assam. Assam, there is in another area, it's called Silchar. Silchar is a border area, but it is uh, little uh, hills and hillocks are there. Not, you cannot say hills, but hillocks. But people, they are called the most old tribals. You know, in the, uh, I was surprised that to see about uh, more than 100 probably, their students are there. They belong to different tribes, of ancient tribes. And their language is so different, they cannot communicate between each other. One group have their own language, another group have their own language. Our Ramakrishna mission is working there bringing those young boys from that remote area. You have to walk seven, eight hours. There is no other communication to go to that uh, remote uh, group of tribes. And they have collected those types of children from there, those areas. It's that, that institution is working for the last 70 years. But the result is that they do not know even use of their clothings. They use all the um, um, arrows, bow and arrows, and uh, hunting and all these things. But coming into the limelight of education, now they are becoming graduates, now some of them have become IAS officers, and it will be surprising that in the Mahabharata, there is a story that they, you know the name of Bhima, no? Bhima? Arjuna, Bhima, <laughs> five brothers. So the Bhima married one, leg, one of the tribal lady. It's called Hidimba. <laughs> so Hidimba, that name is there, Hidimba. And it is surprising that their lineage is still existing. And a group of boys have come from that area. And the Swami was saying that it is surprising to see that even now that has reduced, that, that habit has come, have, have, uh, is no more in openly done. But even few years before, there are stories that uh, when someone dies in their family, uh, their, their children or their family members, they take the flesh of the dead and eat them. <laughs> that's why, that's why they are called rakshasas. That is, that is in, in ancient time. That description is there. There are uh, uh, some gr group of uh, people who are who's, who eat flesh like that. No? So, but you'll be surprised that from that same tribe, uh, there's. Children are now getting educated, and naturally, the change in the society, in their society, is also coming. And about 12 such 
tribal groups are staying in our uh, ashram. And it's so inspirational. At the early morning, they go by clock. Every, every minute they are following a very rigid uh, discipline. And it is surprising. They are coming in the early morning and chanting Vedas in the shrine. Asatoma, uh, Sadgamayo, etc. As we chant here, Sahana uh, Abhavatu, like that. And uh, that, that chanting, then some Ramakrishna bhajan singing or Swamiji's bhajan, Holy Mother, some song. And then they go and sweep the whole uh, ashram campus. And then immediately they go for their breakfast and then have their, within few minutes they will be ready to clean their bed and everything. So training whole day, then study. And then they are doing very competing with the other boys because they don't get, never got any opportunity to uh, come into the society and come see the education uh, system. But now they are competing with the other boys of the city and they are doing very good competitively there. So it is really that they do go whole day, then they go to school and then come back and then have their breakfast again. And, and whole day, it is like a routine thing and their disciplined life. Life has become very disciplined for them. And uh, ultimately, they become good people in the society and change their own tribes gradually. That is a great contribution in this, uh, in this center, what I saw. And rest of the thing, uh, most of the time, I enjoyed Belurmot. You know, Belurmot is such a place. Uh, it is just, you may not have to do much. Just you sit on the bank of the Ganges and the simple, serene Ma Mother Ganga is flowing. Just you sit there and watch, that's all. You can feel the peace and silence and peace and joy of life. Uh, so that was uh, the major thing. Uh, but I had to go to different private institutions uh, to speak uh, here and then. That's a part of our life, wherever you go, you have to. Uh, on. They want to know a little bit of our activity here. There's also some spiritual topics. and. What else to say? Uh, uh, going to, there are different groups of people, and, and I went to that Silchar, there are local people are so devoted, uh, so they didn't get much time to announce uh, the evening talk, but it was almost more than 300 people were present. And the next day, about 500 to 600 people uh, assembled there. I was surprised in one place, there about uh, near our Shikra, where is Raja Maharaj's birthplace. Uh, close to that, one Sunday, we, they were talking, asking about spiritual life and how to develop devotion, etc. So there are about, I was surprised to see about 1,200 uh, people <laughs> were in the hall to listen to uh, the talk. So there is great enthusiasm to 
hear about Ramakrishna, Vivekananda, and there are different organizations in their own way. They are working in different places, and they are trying to improve in in their own way uh, the uh, the people of their locality who are deprived, giving them some uh, skills or training so that they can. Uh, make their own money. Uh, even the women are given some special training for their um, livelihood to be independent uh, more and to help the family. But still, there are much to do, uh, much, much to do. And Ramakrishna Mission is an ideal there. And Ramakrishna devotees who are working in their own locality. There are maybe hundreds and hundreds. Uh, they are very inspirational. They, they have no fun much, but they have the heart to do things. And in the remotest village of Sundarban, where, uh, you know, tiger-infested areas are there. So those areas, there's all, water is so scarce, and they, you know, there is no supply of water. They get only saline water. Uh, and the last tsunami-like thing happened there also. As a result, it was flooded and there is no crops for last one, two years. So the mostly the active people, men folks have left for other states to earn money and the women are there. But it is very difficult for them to survive because drinking water is a big problem. But there's... And then cultivation of the land, though the land is there, and they, they cannot grow anything much. But still, some technology they are trying to adapt, and Ramakrishna Mission is helping them to uh, do what can be done in that condition of the ground, and, uh, and other skills to learn like that. You know, when you speak of those tribals, the people like even the, the flesh-eating ones, um, do they have a faith? Or, uh, or do, who do they worship? Or do they worship? They have their tribal mm, gods and so not like, uh, like them. Uh, no, 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 no. Pre that time, before those yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Huh? So do they worship the, uh, the divine feminine or? So they are different. Different. I do not know. I didn't go there, but uh, they have their own primitive concept of God primitive concept of uh, deities like that. And they have the concept that if you eat the flesh, then you get the strength and power and the quality of that person. Very, very primitive uh, concept. But with, I kind of believe that if suppose someone's parents died, mom or dad, and the children will be eating the flesh of them. But they also like that they, they saw their... Uh, father, uh, that they, their son, and they also say, I, I was asking, uh, they say that uh, the mom probably when they die, they may say they will allow, okay, instead of burning this, you can take my flesh, like that. But that is reducing, that, that is a very uh, extreme case, uh, but with education, these things are going away.
uh, in Cambodia or Thailand, there is some. Yes. I think that Swami Master Devasilcho and I remember Swami Swamandaji established some scholarship funds there to help the education mm. of the children there. So through Ramakrishna Foundation, so yeah, yeah, Silchar area, yeah, Swamiji used to, uh, they told me that they used to, uh, Swamiji used to send for this tribal um, education, he used to send some money uh, every year, uh, quite a good amount. Uh, he was saying that after so many years, it was a good amount for us. Anyhow, so this is the way uh, India is working. Uh, uh, and at the same time, you can go and see the speciality of India. Wherever you go, people are, thousands will be thronging into the temple. Uh, that is very common scene you can see. In the early morning, you just take a boat <laughs> and move. Even from Belurmar to Dakshineshwar, you can find on both sides of the Ganges, how many people in the early morning uh, they are taking bath and they are chanting mantras and they are offering water like that. Uh, it's a really a scene to be observed. That what is where that's why Swami Vivekananda said religion is the core of Indian heart. Uh, uh, people, whatever they do, but this spiritual uh, India that is there, but that um, how much these educated societies are taking, uh, that is a different question. But uh, this, the, you cannot stop that, uh, that type of religious sentiments, what is working. You go to Kali temple and you see how many thousands of people in the early morning they are uh, standing. And also you find there are, not in Kali temple in Dakshineshwar, but in Kali Mandir, and Kali Ghat, <laughs> you go, how they are <laughs> trying to get uh, some hundred rupees from you <laughs> forcefully and give this, give that, give that, and you touch this flower and put your head here like that. That is the priest's business, of monetary business. Uh, that is parallelly there, but still people go um, taking all these troubles, facing all these difficulties. Uh, they go there and their their devotion. So, in in the sense, uh, Swamiji's dream probably is coming. It may take time. I do not know. People put this question, seeing the de degraded condition of the politi political people and other things. Whether uh, the Sutta Yuga, eh, Ramakrishna came. It said that uh, Swamiji said that. Satya Yuga has started. Satya Yuga is the golden age or the uh, best time of spiritual awakening has come. So it is difficult, very difficult to say how, whether it has come or not. But some of our Swamis say this way, that yes, it has come. But you know when uh, the uh, tidal wave comes uh, and the low tide is there, and when the high tide just tries to over flood it, so there is a big turmoil. And that time, if you have the idea in the Ganges in the, or in the, where the Bay area, then you find 
that the it is very difficult. That is the most turbulent water, dirty, and all these uh, things are mixed together. Uh, there is no sign of such uh, age of golden age or something like that. But it takes time. So uh, when the high tide uh, supersedes, it takes little time. Then it's, you can see the freshness of the water and this fullness of the river like that. So we hope that that will come someday. And today, particularly, is Thakur's day. We have celebrated from morning, and really, uh, you all came, and it was very um, music. Where so much, so many music, so many chantings, and also balloon. What I heard that there is a big. This is the ninth means the celebration day. So there will be how many hundred thousand people? It is difficult to count. And there will be a big mela. Uh, it's called festivity. They, they had a huge, uh, what you call, fireworks. Uh, fireworks is, uh, when a, they will be doing, previously they used to do in the camp, uh, campus, Mott campus. Now it is so big, they do it in the ship or a boat, big boat. And on that, they do for one hour firework. So it's very spectacular. And the day of festivity, people come from uh, unknown areas. And even in the Belumot campus, there will be some shoppers, shop keep shopping. You can have some uh, uh, eatable items. You can have some. But they give no charge, but people come and then sell it. It started from the very beginning. This is the day of festivity, so that everyone can come and join. So today is a day there, but ours we are celebrating the actually birthday of Sri Ramakrishna today. And uh, the whole day was a very, uh, a very spiritual, spiritually elevating day probably, because doing or having the worship and then home of fire and then Salinger's presentation. That was also very interesting. And then I missed this gospel so you have felt the presence probably with Sri Ramakrishna and the environment. And so this Sri Ramakrishna has come for all-round development. When Abhutara comes, the incarnation comes, they, they don't come for one particular country or one particular aspect only. Though it is said he is the establisher of all dharmas, meaning he has brought, he has not established a new dharma, is not that there is no dharma or religion. Religion was there. Uh, Hinduism is known with its multifaceted uh, aspects. It was there. But the true religion, the religion of realization, that Sri Ramakrishna established. And today, it is a very important day to think that we must have to take that religion, that religion of realization, that religion not of rituals or doctrines or dogmas, but for only to spiritualize our life and to find solace in this life and to transform ourselves into a divine personality. Sri Ramakrishna's blessings was, is there all the time with us and we must have to understand, realize this, we have to remember this. 
and today uh, through different ways uh, we tried to uh, we got this opportunity to think this sri ramakrishna is for all round upliftment that uh, what i wanted to say some mahapurush maharaj swami shivanand used to say sri ramakrishna has come that he has awakened the cosmic kundalini of the world cosmic kundalini it's not individual it is the awareness of their divinity in every scientific every science even in the field of science could we imagine the today's scientific uh, development where we are standing now so look at the communication system telephone system and um, movement from one place to another this world has become so close it's a really bridging the whole universe into oneness that is sri ramakrishna's special contribution of course whenever incarnations came they did that but in this incarnation of sri ramakrishna it was much more modern because it is time wise and the same incarnation played in this role to bridge the whole world together and to bring this harmony and the best of each one's potentialities uh, in the field of art literature science and technology and also in the spiritual life you see how many thought currents are working in now in us could uh, we think it was really it was if we feel that way then previously there is no scope for individual development to grow in one's own way rather you will have to be stereotyped in particular uh, faith or belief system you can say but now you see people are having wonderful opportunities that they each one can choose what thought will be most appealing and most appropriate for one's own uh, sentiment and one's own mental makeup no so this is the a contribution of sri ramakrishna and swami vivekananda so uh, what to say today this is a very special day in that sense and uh, our our whole life who come in the parameter of sri ramakrishna that should be uh, they should get this feeling and this love for all religions for every humanity and to see try to see divinity in others which is all the theories of the vedanta you know, scriptures uh, to see god in everyone every religion says but through the eye of sri ramakrishna through the path laid down by sri ramakrishna we will have to see our own life and just get the benefit of it and purify ourselves so now will be our next Six o'clock. It is almost coming to five minutes to six. So, if you have any two minutes question, otherwise, then we'll. Yes, please. I wanted to comment about how I feel about the tribal, you know, the indigenous people. But I think people, the tribal people, should be left alone to evolve on their own terms and on their own time, because all the aborigines all over the planet, they get absorbed in the so-called higher society. So 
that's that's the beauty of our ramakrishna mission good question <clears throat> others try to proselytize them to change them but what we say we don't disturb their system they they let them do their practices spiritual practices only we try to give them modern education so that they can learn how to live in a better way uh, and how to uh, get out of, of some wrong prejudices um, particularly which is not good for the that that community there today we should need not have to expect that there should be some people who will be like cannibals will be eating the flesh but but we are not touching the side of their spiritual side their practice side but they are getting a training here uh, how universal one can be that universality at the same time your individuality that is the beauty of ramakrishna you know you remember some of vivekananda said i have not come here to uh, convert uh, i don't say that one hindu should be a um, buddhist or buddhist should be a christian christian should be like that but what he wanted to give to make a better hindu better christian better muslim like that so the same idea is taken there we don't disturb their individual spiritual traditional faith but we give a broader perspective and let them decide what they will do and they will feel better not that we are going to give them Uh, some television and other things <laughs> to get uh, to be modernized only but they not without touching or disturbing their faith uh, what they belong to we are giving a better background of that so that they can understand themselves much better i think that is our mission's approach we don't but you know of course in those areas uh, some some areas not those areas where very inaccessible areas where this us this center is working but in cherapunji and other areas there are also ramakrishna mission works but there are people who convert others there are huge number of conversion is going on in the border areas almost it has become christian countries uh, and also some places different religion is very much changing their own tradition and putting them into the new culture new ideas new abound thoughts but ramakrishna mission does not do that where even in cherapunji where we have many schools uh, about 50 60 schools are running in different areas of that area. but we don't convert them but we give them the background of universalism and other things but they practice their own uh, spiritual things every day as they as family and other things okay so thank you all eh? just i uh, just the feeling as i got as i said that india is really uh, in whatever may be going on but i feel that it is a place where spirituality is uh, there you can catch it uh, it is not that it is not here i am not saying that but it is it is suppose you want to be spiritual it will be difficult for you the society the environment is not very congenial say one boy want to be a monk or a nun indian society it is easy because people know uh, who is monk who is nun and and they support their uh, and honor them no but in this country 
it is very difficult to first to recognize, first to get some appreciation, and uh, to the society's help to promote that more. So, as we say, that we want more Amayantu Brahmacharina, we are praying that let more Brahmacharins come, let more nuns come and join, no? But in India, it is people, whatever may be their modernization, but people still know that there is a spiritual life, and the spiritual life is renunciation, life of renunciation, and they are, they are a sect, and they are a group of people who live like this. So uh, here it is becoming gradually well known, but it is proportionately it is very uncommon uh, to uh, be a monk or nun and also get the full support from the society. Okay, I pray to Sri Ramakrishna for the blessings so that we can lead a better spiritual life and purify our life and be a blessings to the society. Thank you all.